Welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart podcast in the world. I'm your diehard romantic, Eric Blood. And I'm your devoted lover, Ellen Ito. And I'm the satisfied virgin, Joe Garber. We're back, guys. It's been a minute. I, I am, I'm so happy to be back. It's so good to be in this virtual space with yeah. all of you. <laughs> so sorry for the time we had to take away and so sorry for everything we forgot we already said on the last episode <laughs> while we were away because it's going to be a lot for me. Uh, I can't remember anything. Well, yeah. I didn't I didn't uh, release the uh, the episode that we attempted. The attempted we yeah. attempted an episode uh, two weeks ago and during the onset of my COVID. Yeah, I was exhausted from travel Joe was exhausted from what we found out the next day was COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I I was tired from old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> from old. Yeah. So it was, it, <laughs> there are some funny, like, loopy moments from that episode that I will that pull no out. That no one will ever hear. Oh, no. No, no, no I'm going to give, I'm gonna give, I'll give them to <laughs> oh, some people. <laughs> Unless we find out that that's how COVID is spread, because, yeah. Honestly, I don't know how it's spread because I didn't get it. Yeah. Weirdly, if COVID is spread through us recording exhausted, lackluster podcast episodes. <laughs> we would have annihilated um, the West Coast. We would have annihilated uh, at least two hundred people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least hundred <laughs> random people. Oh my god! But it was nice of people to um, wish whoever they thought had COVID. Yeah. Um, Sending get, get well wishes. I'm just like, what? Just say it's Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the vibes. It was me. <laughs> I will not take lightly anymore that when people tell me that they have COVID, I always just thought it was like a little head cold sort of thing. If if they weren't in the hospital, I was just like, oh, they're probably fine. It was a week and a half of pure hell. <laughs> it fucking sucked. Yeah. So awful. It was the fatigue that was the worst part for me and it was a long long time to just wait and i couldn't do anything except just watch tv to like wait wait it out basically it it sucked a lot so now <laughs> before this when people told me that covid i was like oh you're, you're fine though you probably don't have any symptoms but now you're like oh, oh you covid ninny <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you co- you pandemic weakling <laughs> you just want attention <laughs> Right. Oh, sure. I have COVID. Yeah, sure. You have COVID. Okay. Oh, it's so bad. I'm so sick. Yeah, right. But now, now you know, Joe. Yeah, no, I I did not want you to find out that way. I didn't want to find out that way either. I think a lesson has been learned. Mm. And that is that you were mean to people who previously had COVID. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So uh, write that down, everybody. (laughs) That's how you get COVID. Today, Joe was mean to sick people who were having the worst time ever (laughs) and could have died. Yeah, COVID is a very judgmental virus. (laughs) (laughs) It'll get you. It'll find you. Right. Um, So Joe will not diminish you. So everyone out there listening who, unfortunately, if you have tested positive or you are experiencing (sighs) symptoms or full-fledged COVID and you can't move to turn off this podcast, (laughs) um, (laughs) you can rest easy on the fact that, well, the future is uncertain, um, but also that Joe will no longer diminish your illness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's great. I won't make jokes about you anymore. Yes. Stop erasing COVID symptoms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. COVID is not like a psychic. <laughs> so um, we, I did have 
when I got COVID, I had a, a wonderful wedding weekend in New Orleans. I went to the wedding of a friend who then I learned also got COVID uh, right when I got it. So, so just <laughs> basically moral of the story, everyone we know who's traveling right now is getting COVID. The vaccinated people are getting COVID. Maybe don't travel. <laughs> if you can avoid it, don't get on an airplane. Nobody's masking anymore. It's I, horrible. I was going to take some of this time to just talk about how I'm thinking about buying a new car, but now I can see that thematically speaking, that my life seems shallow. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> although that is a big deal for me, and like as just like a solo person, I wish it feels important, but I am um, not going to bring it up. Are you getting a red convertible? Okay. <laughs> yes. And then I'm going to go riding on the freeway of love. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wait, that's a pink Cadillac. That's a pink Cadillac, honey. Two hearts. <laughs> honey. What? I wish I knew the brand of the cars that the hearts drive. Do we know? They're Mercedes. They're Mercedes. Oh, they're both Mercedes? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, that's the first time that's ever been said. I've stalked those cars since my childhood. <laughs> oh, yeah. Two Mercedes. I will. Uh, I will a, love them. A Rolls Royce. And, and a Jeep thing. Big boxy and a Jeep. Jeep sort of thing. <laughs> From the ranch. Anyways. Since I've had COVID, I still have a lingering cough, so uh, please, I'm sorry about my coughing in straight into the mic. I'm not even going to turn my head away. So if you're listening, Ew. you're going to get COVID. It's going to come out of your oh speakers. My God. <laughs> He's also going to eat a bunch of toffee while we podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure where that ties in. How does how does that relate to my new car? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it does. <laughs> You guys, it's serious. I've never purchased a new car before. Oh, you actually are getting a new car? Yeah, Ooh. I have to get it because I am going to drive um, to film that documentary. And I'm like, this oh, seems like right. as good a time as any to just just do it. Just be an adult. Ellen. Yeah, that's awesome. Like you have literally nothing else. Well. So buy the car. I recommend. Even though the, it's a terrible investment. I recommend the tiny little like five car lot that I got my Prius from three years ago or whatever yeah because i got it for really cheap and it still runs it's still it got me to seattle and back just two weeks ago and i was so nervous i like i do i have analysis paralysis about big purchases like that so i went for weeks just like oh what should i buy what should i get what's, what's this price what's that price and then finally one day it was just like i can't do this anymore i'm just going to buy a car today and went and bought like an eight thousand dollar prius and it's run for has it been three years three years yeah so it's like I know well, I know it's, it's weird. I was like, I should just get a used car. Like that's better for the planet. That makes more sense. Blah blah. blah. But I am just like, why in the fuck would I do that? Mm. Because the because of the driving it off the lot, you lose like ten percent of its value. Or <laughs> because something as like soon that. as you buy a brand new car, it's a used car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like you guys are bumming me out right now. All right, let's start the podcast. <laughs> the trick is to buy one. Thanks for killing my joy. Woohoo! Well, you have each other. Okay, I have <laughs> yeah. to buy a fucking yeah. new car. No, so buy one that's it. four right. years old. That's the prime spot for it being old enough to like be valued. Still okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we're here to talk about season five oh of God, Heart to Heart. What? what? Yeah, I that's what we're talking about. I thought so it was. Used, I thought it was Kelly's Blue Book podcast. <laughs> no. Car talk. I thought it was Joe um, was wrong about COVID severity <laughs> podcast. It is also. God, that. we're having so many misunderstandings. What podcast are we again? And breakthroughs. <laughs> How can we be the number one COVID um, misunderstanding <laughs> podcast in the world? So, speaking of Heart to Heart Season 5, 
What yes. episode would you say oh, no. I was talking about? <laughs> if I Out retitled, of the into the fire. yeah, exactly. If I retitled the episode "Gay Hearts on Horses," the shooting, <laughs> no, but there were horses in that. Uh, what? I'll give you a hint. It's a it's a sport horse episode. Oh, oh. hearts and hounds. No, nope. no, the 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 fuck. There's so many horse episodes. The one with the yeah. Argentine emerald thief. Yes. Oh, polo, 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 polo players. Straight through the heart is Straight the official the title. Straight through the heart. But they were gay, so then they were on horses. So. Which is an episode that I don't remember at all. Like I was. Yeah. So I spent. I spent. <laughs> I spent last uh, two weeks ago. I spent the day <laughs> reading all of these. <laughs> two weeks ago, when we tried this, the synopses of mm-hmm. season five of Heart to Heart mm-hmm. in preparation. <laughs> And then today I did the same thing. And there were like three episodes. I went, what? And straight through the heart was one of them. It's like, what? Did we watch that? Was that an episode? (laughs) As I was reading this title, I was like, wait, what episode did I rename that? I don't remember that (laughs) episode at all. Yes. The only thing that stands out in my mind about that episode is how sweaty the one guy is. And how it's actually a plot point. That his sweating is actually a device in the plot. They poison him with a handkerchief, right? To wipe his sweat away, yes. he puts poison on the that's handkerchief right. that goes through that's his right. skin. Yeah, that's right. So very Agatha Christie, so Ooh. clever, mm-hmm. so clever, yet clearly not as memorable. <laughs> um, but I liked those two, the, those two dudes working together as weirdly Argentinian jewel thieves slash mm. international level uh, amateur athletes. And the fact that Jonathan is playing in like yet another nationally ranked sporting event. <laughs> well, he's he is a renaissance man. Stop diminishing him like COVID, Joe. Yeah. yeah. Learn the lesson. Jonathan he's can do everything. Nationally ranked at Jonathan croquet can and does do everything. At kite flying. <laughs> at Staying in the Navy. <laughs> tennis, isn't he? Like, we also yeah, had a tennis. tennis episode this season. Yes. Tennis. Yep. Where he got to he play with Martina Navratilova. He shoots trap. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. He's huh. in the Army Reserves. <laughs> New transpho. Martina Navratilova. I don't know how to say her name. What? Oh we have a gosh. structure this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. We've, we've, we've restructured. Right. Are we going in order? I yeah. should say, like, this is the moment when, for the eight millionth time, I realized that I should be taking notes as we go through the episodes. But because this is basically the last <laughs> episode of the podcast, mm-hmm. um, in terms of the TV series, it's a little late for me to save notes now. But the two of you keep notes on your phone, and you totally have them. Yes. Uh, why yes. am I saying this? Because I feel like I'm about to be the Grand Marshal in my own shit show parade. So, but I did watch this episode, I think. I mean, I did watch this season, I think. This episode? I was like, which which episode does Ellen think we're doing? Yeah, I don't know. Stop erasing psychics. Um, Oh my God. Did you think we were doing the episode Cool Looking 80s Extras and the Hearts? Oh, I know that one. That's um, the Year of the Dog. Year of the Dog. Because of all the very uh, cool looking eighties extras in, I would have yes, called in it fake Macau. Fake Macau, little, little Macau it, LA. Uh, <laughs> tiny hot tub hearts. <laughs> yeah, tiny right. acid bath. Tiny vat of acid. Tiny, I wish I had that in my house. I very wish I, safe. I had that set in my house. The safest acid bath 
that you could not fall into if you tried. All right. It was so well, speaking little. of speaking of acid baths. Yeah. Uh, and we, we are we we are known to be very fond of our villains mm-hmm. in yes. the Heart to Heart series, mm-hmm. as well as their men and women of Hench, their people of Hench. Uh, who are your favorite? Who's your favorite villain from Martha. season five? Is that the nun? Oh, the fake- is Martha? Are we talking Hench or villain? Can we just I'm go saying, go all over the place? I'm hench gonna, and villain. Let's, let's start with villain. Let's start with okay. like top tier villain. Top tier villain. Dick Braden. Done. Dick Braden. Check check. Dick what, Braden. What? Give me more information. I don't remember a name. Wait, is what? was he from Dick Slam Braden Dunk? is Ray Wise from oh, Larson's last Larson's jump. last jump. Larson's last jump. Okay, <laughs> he is the. Vendetta. He's got a vendetta against Jennifer for she basically sent him to jail, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Joe. That's another guy. This is, this is that's meanwhile back at the ranch. That's this, the shooting. This is yeah. That was the that's shooting. shooting. That's the shooting. Oh right, right. This is uh-huh, Larson's last jump. <laughs> it's the guy that that has the crazy wife. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that like yes. Uh, okay, okay. The most she's convalescing the whole married episode. his wife for money, and he's mm-hmm. doing a really slow grift. And the hearts get involved in it. And he is my favorite because he is berserk. Also, because he does one of our favorite villainous things ever, which is he's so, so, so smooth. He goes into the lab, beats the shit out of that dude, and then go like puts on the lab coat, beats the shit out of that guy, and then like goes into the restroom and comes back out like in his suit carrying a gift for his wife. Yes. That's right. That's right. And it is both cold and smooth it's like delicious yeah. ice cream <laughs> yeah we and it's we all, wise so huh, he could do nothing we decided I like, Hooray, I think, best villain in my mind he's the villain who i most relate to because that's how i would be if i was a villain because he's trying it from every angle yeah he's going cold at it and smooth yeah he's going like full-on just guy who bops you over the head with something wearing a stocking on his head he's going like (laughs) calculated weird villain who's actually really smart and then he he just goes at it from every angle and i remember that also like at the core of it his crime is predatory and it's a con yeah right Mm -hmm. it's it's gnarly i mean i feel like that villain might be one of my favorite villains of the entire series actually and not just because it's way wise but that does not hurt yeah not one little bit does that hurt no it feels good one of my favorite villains just for his look is from (laughs) slam dunk the guy who looks again Mm -hmm. hunter so the the hypnotist at jennifer's college reunion from season three i think (laughs) (laughs) and this guy share a quality to me where they look like they're (laughs) villains in a graphic novel they look like they look like they're illustrated and the way he wears his sunglasses and his facial structure he's so handsome and just i don't know there's something about just his look i think that i love so much (laughs) he's hot yeah he's hot and he's a poke (laughs) and he's down to to shoot a basketball player mid-game yeah with a revolver (laughs) he will scale scaffolding and then just kill um basically a teenager he'll just murder a teenager in cold blood because that's how serious gambling debts can be so don't gamble everybody if you even think that you have a hint of the possibility of addiction don't do it because next thing you know you'll be scrambling up a scaffolding and just you just will be gone (laughs) you will have gone absolutely bonkers (laughs) and when you look like that guy like come on he should have sex for money Mm -hmm. 
instead. Yeah, he could like make a lot more money. If you got to pay off the debt, why don't you just model as like strong jawed, tinted sunglasses guy? I mean, they mm. didn't have OnlyFans back in the eighties, so it's it's a little more difficult for men to get. Yeah, their- but they had hookers. <laughs> yeah, where did male hookers hang out in the eighties? Uh, where didn't they hang in out lock- in locker rooms? <laughs> Do you have a favorite villain? Here? He um, could have American Gigoloed it. Oh yeah, that's true. he absolutely made that money back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my my favorite villain was Matthew Good or sorry Matthew Grade, uh, Patrick McNeil. Oh, from Meanwhile Back at the Ranch. Meanwhile Back at the Ranch, the fi- our final villain. I okay. I again. I you just, love the crew. You love a crew. That whole mm-hmm. crew mm-hmm. is my favorite villain. Oh my god! Um, but since I have to pick an ace, it's gonna be it's yeah. gonna be Mister Grade because it's his show. They were mm-hmm. super likable. Um, they mm-hmm. they had a very good plan, although it was a little convoluted mm-hmm. because they invited Kentucky Fried Senator. Uh, <laughs> that but didn't make any. The sense. wine cellar got involved. The wine cellar did get involved. <laughs> uh, but I loved the yeah, I loved them. I liked how they interacted with the hearts when they thought the hearts were on their side. It was nice to see villains in a comfortable position, which we never, ever, ever get to see. It's always villains on the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I loved that, and that's my favorite. My ah. favorite person of hench oh, on the other hand i think we all share the same one is martha buckley m b yeah holy martha shit buckley. when she blade licking <laughs> nun attacking yeah. nun mounting nun mounting martha buckley and she has two methods of murder one of them very pretty clean and easy to get away with one of them very messy and primal and she chooses the messy primal one and smiles while she does it sure does she fucking pounces on jennifer hart mm-hmm. in the chapel mm-hmm. jennifer dressed in a nun's habit mm-hmm. she right she fucking yeah. impersonates her way trembling lips domestic violence story into the convent mm-hmm. and then she pounces on nun jennifer mm-hmm. like what's that am i thinking of mimic is that the movie with the giant insects <laughs> yes. where they just like just, like chase and then like just bam like pounce and you can just uh-huh. feel like the wind getting knocked out of you by the pounce mm-hmm. which is of course the way that some actual insects are chasing down their prey like cheetahs right Mm. where there's just that moment where like the legs are all in the air at once and just to me that's what mb (laughs) does like she that bitch is like whoa like soaring and then just like drops and she is like for so long god that's one of the craziest fight scenes ever for so long jennifer's crawling in between the pews up the aisle of the church while she rips her habit off one piece by one piece rips jennifer's innocence away it's crazy that is insane and then goes flying through a stained glass window and dies and if it wasn't for her tragic stained glass allergy she would have survived that (laughs) i think her her allergy was to the curb that her face smashed into think of how visceral that scene would be um, to Jesus-y folks. Mm. I mean, that's a mess. I, that's like, that is a mess. Sometimes I'm so shocked about what they that can do so in this dark. show because of the time and just the amount of kind of Jesus freak like level that we have today. Even <laughs> it must. Have and been- when we say Jesus freaks, we're talking specifically, I guess, about uh, the Catholic Church. Yeah. So I would think that if you were a, a religious Catholic person, that that scene. <laughs> has the potential to be very traumatizing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 
I mean, I know everybody like dresses up as nuns, et cetera, for laughs or whatever, blah, 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 Bing Crosby, et cetera. But yeah. uh, Trouble with Angels, yeah, uh, but it's like Sister <laughs> Act. Right? Yeah. Sex, um, sexy nun is now a, a Halloween costume you can buy at Bartels. Like, <laughs> that's true. Know, but like if you're just if you're a straight laced religious person, like that seems very sacrilegious. They secretly love it. <laughs> <laughs> but the way MB takes herself out is bizarre and very that's a very giallo moment, yeah, I think. Like totally. that whole so. scene, it's like it yeah. shifts gears the minute Martha shows up. The whole episode, well, it starts out like incredibly dark and gritty. And I guess it just holds. That's something that really strikes me about Hearts on the yeah. Run is just it is it is dark and you know I like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, while we're on the topic of nuns, the reason I wasn't raised <laughs> religiously is because my mom went to Catholic school and she was caught doing cartwheels up the aisle of the church and a nun slapped the shit out of her and she was like, fuck <gasps> this shit. Wow. <laughs> like she that's like the moment i think she she tells that story and that's the moment she stopped believing like she was like fuck this this is bullshit mm. wow Which i think is okay. great yeah that's that's what happens and that's the reason i wasn't raised catholic <laughs> cartwheels I, I have to if we're talking about persons of hench um there's a, so many people of hench that i love this season because there's just something they're just all like a little bit different like there's something different happening um in, in the world of hench and i don't know if maybe just there there was a shift in labor or hiring i'm not sure but there's just something a little bit different like it's not as simple as it was when it was knife and ottoman back in the day no no it's not yeah. simple like that anymore mm. now there are <laughs> people of hench that don't seem to understand how not to get caught. I'm thinking of the Highland Fling dude uh, of, oh of Trammel. Uh -huh. He of the gentlemanly tastes. That dude, that dude acts like no one can see him. You know, when yeah. like kids, kids are maybe thinking they have the invisibility cloak or something like that. Every single <laughs> um, murderous or attempted murderous thing that that guy does he does in full view of everyone. Mm -hmm. I mean, like there's a moment, like first he's like pointing a crossbow at everyone at the two at Jennifer and that other dumb clan lady. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he's just like straight up standing there. It's the middle of the day. It's at the festival, like the sporting event. And mm -hmm. he just like shoulders the crossbow and lets <laughs> it rip. Not, good yeah then into a tree he, right <laughs> yeah then when he murders the young man uh -huh. whose only um crime was to be honest mm -hmm. and have integrity mm -hmm. he basically is like oh shit and like just smashes um his head in also in front of everyone yeah in broad daylight broad daylight yeah so i yeah. feel like there's some other thing that he does also right before jonathan murders him but you know I feel like that guy needed to be murdered because he didn't know how to do it. He was, yeah, grasping at um, what's the Scottish equivalent of a straw? Uh, uh, what, a bagpipe. What were those things? Don't they still call it straw? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> Most likely. Heather? What were those giant pencils the guys grasping were, were tossing? Heather? Cabers? Uh, cabers. Uh, caber. He's, He's grasping, grasping at cabers. cabers. <laughs> Um, oh my god! I just remembered Clavel in Little Scotland in Los Angeles. 
We Scotland. We Scotland. I was like, Edna and Melanie mm-hmm. from Meanwhile Back at the Ranch. There's, mm-hmm. oh no, Trammell is the guy from Meanwhile Back at the yeah, Ranch. Yeah, yeah, Cram Colonel Bridger is the guy who doesn't know people can Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. My bad, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, there's people with Hench. My head is swirling. Um, Clavel and Grayson are also in my top men and women of Hench. Clavel and group. Grayson. Mm-hmm. Who are they? Where are they from? They're in the ones where they're trying to find the, t- the dog that's got the formula tattooed on it. Oh God, oh, yes. Uh-huh. The dog who knew too much. Ugh. Dog who knew too much. Yeah. And it's Mary uh, Warnoff. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, it's one so of, good. One of my Queen, favorite main Queen Mary Warnoff main villains. Oh, Apologies to Trammel. Is from an episode that I've retitled "Hot Poking Hearts." Which um, is uh, Death Dig. Yes. Yes. Death Dig. Because there were <laughs> it so was many folks. Nothing in that episode. but Daddy Meatballs. Daddy Meatballs <laughs> left and right, grabbing the hearts and clapping and dancing it all was over a the veritable place. Greek diner of yeah. Does that mean it's time to talk about your top poke of this season? It was a buffet. I think it is. Well, let me say in Hot Poke and Hearts slash Death Dig, just that the main villain just looks so fabulous. The whole time, he just looked so great in his like open shirts and in the wind, the Greek wind. <laughs> it was just like he looked amazing with his nieces. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, in their little bikinis. Death Dig has that bad villain, the blonde villain. That guy's cold. Oh yeah. That guy's yeah. Name? I'll just call him Trammel. I'll call everyone Trammel. Trammel. That's easier for me yes. if I can just do that. Yeah. Just give me, cut me some slack, everybody. And the kid Everybody who did not get his hands Trammel or Mookie McPherson. But look at this villain. He just has he just has a great look. Yeah. He looks like a yeah, like a They were a cute couple. Great. <laughs> JC Landecker. <laughs> uh and then okay. Yeah. All right. That's also the episode. Is, is that your top poke? I'm just looking back at my notes. That's not my top poke. No, hell no. But Oh. Uh, but Death Dig had Nita oh God. Okay. Keliagos, <laughs> which is like one of our favorite Max teammates who was just unutilized for that whole episode. Nita. True. Yeah. Yeah. Max. There's a lot to unpack about Max this season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, since since it's been broached. Yeah. It's <laughs> time. It's been poked for Pick Your Poke. Who is your season five poke? Mine Ooh. is Hunter from Slam Dunk. <laughs> wow, the main villain? Yes. Oh, wow. Damn. Although I know that there were some, there were definitely some guys in uh, Greece and in the Highland Fling uh, that I absolutely would um, like flung. L- lose a uh, lose a toe over. <laughs> but <laughs> but <laughs> the Hunter really like that's some classic sexy going on right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he had a name and 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 lines. <laughs> mine's this guy who I think um, Jonathan may have stolen his scooter in Death Dig. This guy that walks out of the bar with his plaid shirt Shut on. Up. He is. Does he say something though? Isn't that the I rule? Don't think like, so. folks have to have yeah. a speaking speaking role. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. I should pick another one. Uh, do you have one, Ellen? <laughs> yes, I have oh. a few. We well, didn't ask we. for your favorite few. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, it's Ray Wise, of course. I was gonna guess. Yeah. 
Uh oh. I don't really hmm. have one. Other oh. than that guy that walks out of the bar and greets. <laughs> I'm pretty right, sure there was, there was some other like super slamming dudes in in other episodes, but Hunter, I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. Just um, not only not only like hot, but stylish. Like <laughs> Yeah. My heart yearns for the Hawaiian episodes with our ex-football playing oh yes who like my phone recognizes as one of my friends because i have so <laughs> many photos of him on there <laughs> <laughs> that's so weird <laughs> did i say weird i meant delightful that's del- delightful <laughs> well since um, ellen didn't choose uh an article of clothing <laughs> uh for her poke for her season poke but we know that we love the looks. Mm-hmm. We love yes. the looks. I mean, where to begin? This, Although this wasn't my favorite season for clothing, there were definitely some standout looks. And I feel like there were three episodes in particular that are tops fashion-wise from mm-hmm. my perspective. And so for me, it's Year of the Dog, obviously mm-hmm. so good. Jennifer's wrap dresses are on point. All of the extras in the fake Macau scene mm-hmm. are amazing. Yes. It almost allows me to forgive you the wee- random opium den thing, but not quite. Mm-hmm. Um, Death Dig, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. secretary or Ugh. assistant or whoever her outfits are insane i mm. love them so much and then the hearts are wearing the yeah. best like referential nautical slash greek flag mm-hmm. colors and then passing uh passing games that was called passing, passing, chance. passing chance passing um, chance because everyone's wearing jumpsuits and so people who don't know me don't know but i wear jumpsuits all the time and that is yes something i've done for years so i love a jumpsuit always and that one is just like ah so many jumpsuits so good so those are my my three tops there's a few individual outfits that stand out in my head but really just those three episodes are super super sartorially yes in my mind the year of the dog her jennifer's outfit in that is that wrap dress with like or the stripes, vertical stripes. Oh, and she's out to so good. Is just incredible. so flattering, so great. Um, gotta say though, my favorite outfit is from. Sorry, <laughs> one minute. <laughs> I could have spent the five minutes to organize my my episode notes <laughs> from an episode called "Miscellaneous Breeds Are Murder." <laughs> the dog who knew too much. Dog who knew yes. too much. Dog who knew too much. And you both ha- kind of hated this outfit, but it was for me the top number one Jennifer outfit, maybe ever, of her. It's like this sort of I could sort of see it as pajama y, but it's like a button up striped big painter smock looking shirt. And it's oh, pink. Yeah. No, 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 and no, no. you guys hated it, and I loved it. And oh, no, I, no, no, that's no, no, like no, no, no. Uh, the article of clothing from Heart to Heart that I want for myself. That is such a mega Joe look. Yes. That is like they were, that somebody came to set and they were like, dress like this person from the future. Uh-huh. And that is exactly <laughs> an outfit that you wore. I could a yes. million percent picture you wearing that. I feel like I've seen you wearing not just that exact silhouette, which you have done millions of times, mm-hmm. but that exact 
pattern, like mm-hmm. the breeziness of that. That is just a Mega Joe mm-hmm. look for sure. From yep. that episode, I really like um, Clavel's hoodie. Like it's like it's so weirdly rare <laughs> that you see somebody in this series wearing a hoodie, which seems just like yeah. a normal thing to do. But um, she's like crawling around in that weird junky uh, playground yes, pipe wearing a uh, red playground. hoodie and it's awesome. That's like yeah, the, the creepy, play- creepiest playground ever. It's the hoodie yes. that that the American Apparel like repopularized right when I was in college and right when I sh- just like that was the thing to be wearing when I was like becoming an adult was that American Apparel hoodie and it looked exactly but like that. That character completely has this great like casual almost menswear vibe but not quite mm-hmm. just like a uh <laughs> very like getting getting down to it casual um crisp unisex look to that character that i really like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and jennifer at the beginning of this episode when they're at the dog show is wearing the most kate bushy thing you could possibly ever wear. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a red riding sweater with like a english horseman poofy white shirt underneath and red mm pants i think <laughs> so many ice cream parlor outfits this oh my god but the, yeah the uh, pandora has wing. i still can't get yeah. over pandora has i don't wings. know that we'll ever my eyes will ever recover from that yeah <laughs> i feel yeah. like it's the outfit that the graphic for wendy's is wearing it's like that yeah but also <laughs> i have to say like I love intarsia sweaters, and this season also is really big on the intarsia sweaters. True. And it's also a season in which, and I think it, it leads us to a, the Jonathan and Jennifer place in terms of the evolution of the characters as a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lots of matchy-matchy outfits in this season, even when is it's not like meant to be a device or whatever. Like There's this, a synergy mm-hmm. in their wardrobes that I think is is really aligned with the super tight knit aspects of the characters this yeah, season. Totally, I love that when they dress. Because Jonathan, honestly, I don't know if we've ever really we we rarely call out anything he wears. It's all pretty much like sports mm. jackets, and it's all kind of the same. He, every once in a while, he pulls out like a really nice sweater or like or or some he has a look it's it's never like an one article of clothing it's like an entire look yeah. that's really rocking mm-hmm. yeah totally um yeah so when he dresses to match jennifer that's when he starts looking great i think yeah i would yeah. direct everybody to brett white uh of decider yeah, we don't have the, to do it the style of jonathan hart he, oh yeah. He, yeah he takes care of all brett of white. that business mm-hmm. yeah thank you brett for doing the heavy lifting um my yeah. my favorite hearts looks were death dig when they were dressed as the Greek mm-hmm. flag the entire time, I thought that was so. The one it, they look a great, they look amazing in white. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That that white and blue combination on Jennifer is fantastic, and mm-hmm. every every pattern, every uh, every configuration of it looked great on her. Mm-hmm. But I need to say that I think my favorite looks from the entire season were Dorothy Lamore's in Max's Waltz. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. everything oh, she wore, suit. she kept putting on the these amazing, like, old Hollywood glamour get-ups that were just divine. Yeah. <laughs> she looks, I mean, she just looks straight up incredible. Um, the 
black and white outfit that she's wearing during that scene that still befuddles me where she's talking on the phone and then she kicks open the door and that gay man is having weird (laughs) tongue sex with that blonde lady (laughs) next to a candelabra right that's remains one of the most jarring heart-to-heart moments in recent memory for me but yeah let's see i can say so i think the the episode we probably i think i remember us saying we all agreed on hating most of the fashion in (laughs) is an episode that i renamed daddy's fuck remnant is murder (laughs) after ellen's (laughs) turn of phrase (laughs) fuck remnant well you know i'm always keeping it classy Uh very ladylike you know what episode yes long lost love and I I remember us hating the fashion in that episode. Oh, no, no, no. That no? was two of my favorite looks. Really? Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm remembering take, it wrong. Well, there's lots of nubby sweaters, if I'm remembering uh, correctly. But mm. then they put uh, Jillian, Jillian in um, the most incredible, like, open back sort of elegant, like navy and white thing for dinner like when they give her the necklace do you remember that yes yes she and jennifer uh, both just look so amazing when they when the hearts bribe her into glamorous. being part of the family yes i have i don't know i just remember not being so bored by this episode and then i have one photo and it's jennifer in this like navy blue vest and shirt and it's and like when she, right before or after they get on the boring bomb boat before i think when she when jennifer's realizing who this fuck remnant is in her house (laughs) and is like get out of my house and she's wearing the this boring gray sort of sack dress i don't know it's like (laughs) that episode is so weird yeah Yeah. yeah. oh my god it's so weird that's probably what i'm remembering so boring like yes of the many bombs that happen this episode which I love. Like I could get down with even more bombs than what they have in this season. It's just always exciting, always kind of random. But the boring bomb boat is a problem for me because yeah. it's seated. There's not enough Walter for starters. Why can't Walter just save the day? I mean, Walter kind of saves the day, but nobody's like Walter. You save the day, which infuriates me. But also, then the boring bomb boat. It's just like, Jesus Christ, talk about literally a slow burn. It takes forever. And then it's just kind of, I mean, and then the whole episode, it's like, wait, so that's, he thinks that's his daughter or he thinks that's the lady that he was in love with that he thinks is dead. Oh, she is dead. Like where, what were you doing during the war? Like, why are they like trying to gaslight him by having her lurk around kind of being and not being it. There's something so gross about the confusion about like the daughter or the woman that he's in love with those it's gross. Like there's just too many things. And all of those, it's like all that should add up to intrigue. It shouldn't add up to boring bomb boat, but it's just boring. True. I agree. Sorry. I really had to let loose on long lost love. <laughs> I guess I had more to say about it. I feel like I let loose on it. During the episode of the pod where we talked about it. But maybe I didn't. I'm still working it out. <laughs> well, uh, I va- I very vaguely remember Long Lost Love. <laughs> <laughs> I remember boat. the boring bomb boat. And I remember <laughs> I remember Jillian from The Brood. <laughs> right. Yeah. She's so beautiful. She, yeah. Oh, my God. She's stunning. Just felt like there was a missed opportunity in that episode that I don't enjoy 
And mm. also when we we're talking about Larson's last jump, that's if we're gonna choose all time favorite Joe's rewrites, it's from Larson's last jump. I know Ellen loves this segment. But <laughs> the fact well, that Well, there's certainly didn't... no I certainly can't escape it if that's yeah. the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's as loving. I just that the motion <laughs> sensing camera yeah, at God, the beginning of the episode. Here. How do I make this stop? That Where's nobody attached a crossbow to is like <laughs> beyond me. I don't understand how that wasn't a thing oh, in the episode. My God. It is kind of surprising that they didn't use the uh the motion sen- well it wasn't motion, it was heat sensing camera heat sensing, yeah. mm-hmm. to foil the criminal. Yeah. I don't understand how but that didn't I come still, back. That would have been a nice nice full circle. I still mm-hmm. just adore that opening scene of movie oh God, movie night at so the hearts. <laughs> Where they I watch the, so yeah, the terrible uh, home movies. They watch Downhill to Death. And then the camera pans over to a dude creeping around a car. That was so because fantastic. Antonioni, it's so good. Absolutely. It's just the greatest device. It's amazing. And then it just gets, like, we're off to the races. It's so weird. And it only gets weirder. But, I mean, with Larson's Last Jump, you have Frank Radinsky discovering that there was yes a tiny not boring bomb on those skis yeah. <laughs> yes frank ski is that Ridinsky, a coincidence <laughs> just to release the binding is that as much of a coincidence as nick rhodes Ooh. <gasps> right nick, nick rhodes. rhodes was like the not so <laughs> under the radar guest star this season someone yeah. working on heart to heart loves Duran Duran. Yes. But the whole world loved Duran Duran. Which Durand makes sense. This is this true. Time. Yeah, totally. This is true. The whole world still loves Duran Duran. I apologize for the past tense. <laughs> the world loves Duran Duran. The end. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks, you guys. Bye. <laughs> what episode do you think I'd be talking about if I said <laughs> that the title was Long Dramatic Convalescences Are Murder, colon, GTFO? <laughs> Larson's last jump. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because Joe, you have zero tolerance for weird people in the guest room. Yeah, I can't. You fucking can't have it. There's a lot of weird people in guest rooms this season. That she was, she passed out, and they just left her in that room for a week. I don't understand. And she like chewed on the the bed post. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are so many bizarre people in the guest rooms. In there's Elizabeth and always Elizabeth. There's Jillian in Long Lost Love. Yeah. Good. There's uh, what's her face in Larson's Last Jump. There's um, oh my God. There's the what's her face in Trust Your Heart. There's just a lot of people. Oh, Lisa, Jack, like cogging mm. up the guest room. Lisa, yeah, who I, I have to say. <laughs> When I was reading the the synopses of the episodes, when I got to Trust Your Heart, I was like, Trust Your Heart? What's this about? Oh, my God. <laughs> and as soon as I read it, I, oh, yeah. I bust out laughing all by myself because <laughs> I immediately remembered, what about my hot dog? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about my hot dog? After a car almost runs her down <laughs> in the middle of the park. I can't remember what I rated Trust Your Heart, but I have to say that the villain, whose name I also can't remember, I'll call him Trammel. Um, so he i think he might be an also rand for uh a favorite villain of mine not because he's good at being a villain because he's not good at being a villain in particular obviously what like what about my hot dog is the best example (laughs) to give there but he um he straight up murders the whole family yeah he yeah 
he murders the whole family and he burns their fucking house down. He murders the whole family and then realizes that the daughter, I mean, just when people end up in comas, I mean, what must the villainous anxiety be like that that bitch could wake up any second and tell on you? Yeah. Like, why was he not in the hospital murdering her Confusing. before this? Wasn't it also but, for like $5,000 or something? It was just something so shabby. Yeah. Like, it was just the shabbiest excessive murder and he like knocked them out the whole family knocks he knocks them out and then he shoves their car off a cliff i mean yeah. that's fucked up and burns their house down yeah that is both too much it's too too <laughs> much for too little so he can't be a good villain but i'll say that because of the intense like zero to evil uh trajectory uh-huh that that's a good one, but also I love it when there's a tension. It's that same tension that uh, Dick Braden has in Larson's Last Jump, where it's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, oh, fuck, I'm about to be found out. Although I guess that's also the tension in um, the one with your da, 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 the nuns, hearts on the run. Um, Nobody wants to get found out. <laughs> you're... you're uh... <laughs> Your loquacious talk of of uh, trust your heart must be why you rated it five hearts. Oh, I did. Oh, good. Okay, you sure good. did. You rated, <laughs> it, you rated it five. I rated yeah. it four. Dark. Joe rated it two point five. Ooh, ooh. Because Joe does not have a lot of positive feelings for coma victims. No, he, he is. <laughs> Joe, I don't want you to go into a coma to have to understand that you should not diminish coma. Yeah, victims. that's right. You're right. You should, I should get them boomboxes and comas. creep on them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember feeling like something was very off with that episode, and I don't really know. There was like, I just remember the, a long shot of a hallway in the hospital, mm-hmm. at that strip mall hospital where coma <laughs> <Yes>. patients lay. <laughs> there was such a long shot of a, of a hallway. I just remember the creepy Dr. Mark. Who brought yes. her the boombox? Brought her the boombox. Ew. Yeah. And then there's the creepy part where the villain is dancing with her in, yeah. in the guest room. Yes. Ew. Yeah. Guest room. Um, Poor guest room. <laughs> what episode would you say I renamed? <laughs> Wine vaults are convenient for murder. Colin, get the fuck out too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna guess it's always Elizabeth. But it could be meanwhile back at the ranch. It's meanwhile back at, meanwhile the, ranch. Back at the ranch. Because <laughs> yeah. there were two featuring wait, was, swap. Yes, <laughs> the spirits, wine, and aperitif protection group. Yeah, swapka. Do not set off the sensors. <laughs> if by you always, will activate swap. Always Elizabeth. You mean shitty nephews can kill you? Colon <laughs> Max's boring bride. <laughs> that's oh. the name of that episode. Ah, yeah. That's the Joey Pants Robert Dobby. Yes, the Fratellis. Ooh, so <laughs> good. <laughs> it's so the, the birthplace of the Fratellis. Yeah, and Max smoking a cigar while his pen pal girlfriend eats at the other end of a banquet table yes that so, is so weird spe- yeah speaking of and that, five hours long max who we know is is quite the ladies man mm-hmm. uh not as much this season but still he has True. he has a, a handful of ladies who might be your favorite max lady nita oh nita in greece and it's, she was yeah. in like two scenes, right? Three for Nita. Yeah. 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 That's a she's wasted the, opportunity. She's the best. And there was a whole section where she could have helped them when they were on the run. They yep. were hiding from the police, right? Yep. 
because they think they're stealing Where all am these I? Am I in statues. Right corner again? Yeah. But there was a yeah. whole section where they she could have helped them hide in her restaurant. And where do they go? They go somewhere else. I can't remember. It was like somewhere that didn't really make that much sense. I just remember just they end the up in a, in, a, in a cave. Yeah, they're in a cave at the end. But <laughs> there's a whole section where they're like, we need clothes, we need disguises, and we need somebody who knows the area, who knows the town to like hide, and they don't go to Nita. It doesn't make any sense. Maybe they didn't like her as much as we did. She was busy on some other movie. She was like, I'm she too was cool working. For this. She was working at her taverna. Taverna. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I have to talk about Whispers in the Wings. Oh, yes. Mm. I'm dying to talk more about Whispers in the Wings. Whispers in the Wings. Well, now's your chance. Okay. Um, <laughs> here's what I'm going to say about Whispers in the Wings, um, which is. It's creepy. It's the closest thing to creepy. It's creepy. It has shades of the fan. There's like the crazy ladder to nowhere that kills you. Um, yeah. I have to say I love anytime Heart to Heart has some actor having a freak out actor or I guess a theater person. Mm-hmm. That guy dresses up as an old man and like pretends to be a stage manager. It's crazy. He kills that lady. Mm-hmm. Like it's just. <laughs> bananas he pod bay door howls that theater i just feel like i could go on and on but whispers yeah. in the wings i feel like unexpectedly is one of a few episodes from this season that i think about mm. regularly and get the real dark pleasurable vibes from mm. whispers i love in the wings from whispers, is one of that. whispers in the wings i love that we got to see an entire rendition of we look cute when we're dressed in shorts i do not love that heart. part yeah and then, that part i don't love and then a day after a man falls to his death on the ladder <laughs> and there's blood still on the stage they perform the show must go on show must i go thought it was on. the same night <laughs> yeah it's the same night his dead body is hidden underneath this little they all piece. took a group bath afterwards and <laughs> yeah got over it yeah, that's the closest to like uh, a computer sort of being involved in a haunting, right? <laughs> that right. didn't a haven't we had that thing. before? Yeah, we've had a, a computer. Episode. We had the computer that picks the <laughs> the best lady, best lady in the world, <laughs> the best lady in the world. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This a computer one, like he does that thing theater. where he projects the thing onto the mirror. Yes. Like, yeah. there's the spooky thing and then the smell of her perfume. Like, mm. it's a little. Um, little chaotic just in terms of his focus. I feel like yeah, if he really was going to Scooby Do it, he could have just. It seemed like he had a lot of extra time, mm-hmm. so he could have <laughs> um really come up with a very solid um mind fuckery of a computer generated haunting, but yeah. he did not. Although he did do that amazing thing where he um almost electrocuted the director, which would have been a godsend in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> that director should have died. He was set up to be murdered because he was such a yes. shithead the yes. whole time. Yes. And he was like, I'm too good for this community he theater was weird bullshit. And creepy and bad. Yeah. And yet another one of the Hearts friends where we're like, why are you friends with him? But that brings me to mm. one of my favorite cinematic moments one of my favorite things this season which was spooky was creepy was magical and amazing which is the jello cam jello cam from hearts and hounds oh, yeah. but the lord voldemort or whatever that guy's name is the asshole husband <laughs> he's the guy where you're like why are the hearts friends with this guy i mean that guy yeah is the worst overt 
like straight up asshole. Like yes. there's not even the moment where you think you might like him and then he turns into an asshole. He's just an asshole. Like mm-hmm. I totally get why she's trying to kill him. So mm-hmm. both of these episodes, Whisper in the Wings and Hearts and Hounds, they both have this setup to be amazing, haunted. Like she's supposed to be driven mad by these dogs, but they never really go anywhere with that plot point. This mm-hmm. theater is supposed to be haunted by this man who's pretending that this lady is haunting the theater with his computer, which they never mm. really go anywhere with that plot point either. <laughs> and these are both episodes that have the potential to be incredible, but they both kind of just like flailed at the end, in my opinion. <laughs> and like, but you know, what's truly terrifying is that neither one of you mentioned the guy who is the mechanic in the village. That yeah. befriends the hearts and the dart throwing thing, uh-huh. and then saves the day by skidding out yes. in the motorcycle. He hurls his body off that motorcycle. I thought for sure he would get horse. at least an honorable mention in your poke situation, but I guess that Fred, what's his name, is far too dazzling. Yeah, for Eric and Joe, you are, I guess, just erasing him. Stop well, erasing that village mechanic. <laughs> yeah, Tommy, I think his name's Tommy, and he is my poke from that episode, but. Also, there's a moment in that episode I remember where there's people making out in a in a convertible, in convertible. and no motorcycles or horses jump over them. Hor- horses jump over them. Oh, they do. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. what was mm-hmm. the was it? It was supposed to be Max making out, or was it Max in that car? No, no, no. No, it was just some Max random. stopped wanting to make out with the lady that made the brain soup. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Just some missed opportunities. But like speaking of the brain soup, Mm. we've talked about this before in past recaps. Um, Eric's so clearly in the kitchen, I don't know, doing what? Making a martini? (laughs) He's making a martini. He's making a martini? Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's important work for the podcast. Well, good thing he's not stone deaf Mm -hmm. like that uh, girl (laughs) from the ice skating episode. Yeah. Because (laughs) what... Is there an episode this season that you would like to have been in either as an actor or like as a character? Is there an episode this season that really beguiles you? Well, of course, I keep coming back to Death Dig. That's the episode that I would love to be a part of because... Because you want to sail the Greek Isles. I want a Mediterranean moor into the the ports of Rhodes and like mm, hang out just um, the ports hang of Nick out. Rhodes yeah. just Duran Duraning <laughs> that Rhodes, yeah. shit just hang out with the hearts on their boat and go in just go to Nita's cafe and like go drinking in Rhodes it looked so fun to be a part of that little world and they yeah that that that's the episode I think the most about from this whole season so that's the really? one really you have a, a little of. you have a little crush on the mediterranean right now yeah so. totally yeah and especially huh. like the hearts in greece even though there was another episode of the hearts in greece that i don't really think about that much at all <laughs> really because that's the episode that i would want to be really in, is the road rally one yeah Fuck yes i want to be in the road rally i want to be in the road rally that's the episode for me whose team would you jumpsuit want to be and on? be in the road rally i don't care with your dog i don't want to be on the i don't want to be on the team that flies the helicopter and then smashes into the hillside and blows up <laughs> oh yeah because you should never chase the hearts in a helicopter, in a helicopter because no. you're going to blow up and die you you're going to get sprayed with yellow up. pintura and you're going to <laughs> blow up and die and they had and so much gonna time give a fuck that you blow up into a fiery ball yeah. because you are trying to shoot snipe somebody yeah. Yeah, no, passing chance for me. I want to put on my jumpsuit 
and go drive in the crazy, crazy road. I remember that helicopter. It's so much time to turn to. Mine is. It, it's genuinely a toss-up. Like, between, which episode would you want to live in? Between Highland Fling? Is that a Highland Fling reference? <laughs> uh, oh, no. It, it's uh, it's either Death Dig or mm-hmm. Passing Chance. And it's, mm-hmm. it oh. is just that I, I want to hang out where they are in Death Dig. Mm-hmm. I just want to live there. But I also want to do that, that car rally. You don't want that to be just, the car So really, what you're so having fun. to decide right now is... Who do you like more, I know. me or Joe? Once again, Eric finds himself between Ellen and I. Um, I on a tightrope walk. I just, I simply cannot. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to change my answer to, <laughs> to slam dunk. I just, I want to oh, be at no. that base, that basketball game. <laughs> I, oh I love. Actually, God. no, it'll be the Highland Fling. I, I would just be like, like drooling also <laughs> you guys will be on a rally car team in and i'll and i'll be max at all the fancy events yes. that you guys drive to because i don't want to be in a car totally works for me That's that my totally issue. works okay. for me like Perfect. you just make Problem sure that solved. you just Problem make sure solved. that the people are clapping when we arrive yeah i'll make sure there's like <laughs> they drinks. better be dancing and clapping yeah and dancing and, clapping. Stop <laughs> and there's uzo poured so. for you when you arrive so nobody wants to be driving through france in a little citroen um while jonathan bleeds to death on a medieval hay bed <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> Not even I, if the guy from Raiders is there. I do want to be that uh, pharmacist though, because she was fucking slamming. Am she I was. The right oh one? yeah, and she actually she's she's she had that really advantage. good. She yeah. had that really good jacket, right? Yes. Yeah. She looked really incredible. good jacket. Was she kind of like Pat Benatar vibes? Was she a pharmacist or a vet or a? She's a pharmacist. Pharmacist. She's a pharmacist. Okay. Yeah. Is there another <laughs> slamming pharmacist? Well, there's a there's our favorite vet who has the cute outfits and right. Okay, Jane Lynch. Yes, yeah, Jane Lynch. <laughs> is she the with like the tea room in her vet? Office? Yes. Yeah, yes. the she weird the Americana tea. <laughs> tea room. Yeah, where she also treats dogs. Um, one episode we haven't even mentioned yet is it what I call really good. boring Navy Hearts. <laughs> oh, Pandora has Pandora wings. has wings. Ugh. We only mentioned it because of Jennifer's ice cream outfit. Yeah, her her assi- I wrote yeah. her assistant manager at Farrell's outfit. <laughs> yeah, which like I didn't find I like I kind of like that outfit. I this is my most hated episode from this season, I think. Because when I think of it, all I think about are boring gray skies and like shitty navy buildings. It's huh. it's so boring to think about this episode for me. Yeah, it's a filler oh episode. It's yeah. a filler episode. Yeah. Are we going to talk about our least favorite episodes? Might as well. Are we going to pick one? Joe, that's, is that your pick? That's mine. I think that's mine, yeah. Wow. Um, well, I can, huh. I can... I actually hadn't thought about that. I can tell I you right now. From, okay. from the ratings... Oh, yeah. Uh, Pandora Has Wings is Joe's least favorite episode. Oh, wow. I, I, I was aligned with my... <laughs> That's kind of oh, shocking yeah, to me. That's that's the the only episode that you gave a one. Oh shit! Wow. wow, I'm so proud of my past self for doing that because I really don't like that episode one? when I think back to it. Um, let me see. Island dance. Pandora. Wait, 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 wait! You're gonna tell her her least favorite, least well, rated. I, I'm gonna. T- I'm just gonna give you the ratings. Well, say just say the episode that you think back to that you th- least like, and then and then check your rating after to see if it lines up. Oh. Well, Eric's like looking at his ratings. Well, no, now I'm I'm reading the episode titles. I I think I think 
it's either Long Lost Love or Pandora Has Wings were my least favorite. Because those are the two that I have just very hazy memories of even watching. We were Aww. all bored in Long Lost Love in Fuck Remnants Are Murder. We were all <laughs> bored and there was a boring boat the, bomb. The two that I feel like I dislike the most were Silent Dance, mm-hmm. which <laughs> I did not like, and Long Lost Love. Long Lost Love, yeah. yeah none Normally of I Silent like things Dance. with Walkmans in them. But I did not like Silent Dance, even though somebody said Stone Deaf, which is funny. Yeah, that is a funny <laughs> di- diagnosis from which, a doctor. But now do I get to find out which one I rated the lowest? She's so casual. I don't uh, think I went I don't think I went super low this season. Your your lowest rating was a two. Mm. That's pretty low for what me. What episode? It was Long Lost Love. Long Lost Love. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yep. You Stinker. gave Pandora Has Wings two point five and you gave uh Silent Dance, 2.5. Ah, those are pretty low for me. Those are low for you. Mm-hmm. Silent Dance is another episode that was just strange because they she was deaf, and that seemed like a big plot point that they just didn't go anywhere with, right? There was just, it was like she's yeah, going to have to relearn just... her routine while she's deaf, and then she did, and then it was fine. There were just a lot of things in that episode that were both, dull to me and did not make sense and that's a combination that is not winning for me yeah um, i do not enjoy i also this straight through the heart i honestly don't remember a single moment <laughs> that's that entire episode. really not even when she goes to the burned out shell of the house that's that's Wait, trust that's, your heart yeah straight through the heart oh, is the polo the oh that's th- a polo one yeah, yeah. like remember that one they had the cute yellow shirts with the neck scarves those they i guess cute. i remember that uh, I remember the staff, like that he gave Jonathan a staff with a jewel in it. Uh, right. some, a polo some bullshit. Mm-hmm. The polo mallet. And um, then they had it at their house. Then they went to the trophy shop and there was a really crazy fight. With a, a swordfish. Mm-hmm. Jonathan picks up a swordfish and uses it as a mm-hmm. sword, which just oh, seems Lord. like it would be a very memorable thing, but I also don't really remember that very well. Oh, but there's some such there's such good fights this season like some of the fights are just fucking unhinged (laughs) for for heart to heart like just berserk like crazy town fights which episode had the one where they went they fought up the stairs and then they were behind something and then somebody got something shattered over their head and then they fought last jump was that larson's last jump and then they fall over the railing down this down into the main floor and it's There's just crazy. Shit. That was, yeah, the that was a shit great happens. fight. That was a great fight. Because I somebody say that the was nuns just like, yeah, the oh, nuns it's just crazy. crazy. But yeah. the, somebody gets someone something smashed over their head and they don't even show it. That's like the craziest part about that fight to me is and so cool and so realistic seeming. And it was it, really dark. Yeah. I just remember it was really dark. You also, really Ray see. Wise had like poured them poison. Yes. And there was like, I just remember thinking in that moment, like, there's no way they can get out of this one. Yeah. Oh, right, and this is it. Max this has blood run, running down his head. Mm, yes. Yeah. That's see what I mean? Like that is yeah. and he's over intense. the top. Does he get shot in the arm or something? He does get shot. That is really but, insane. And it it speaks to the scrappiness of that main villain. Because he is but just I know like, there's been some conversation about just speculatively, like Joe, you were really curious about whether or not they had a best knowledge of cancellation and all of that. Yeah. But I feel like there is there are some 
noticeable shifts in tone mm-hmm. in this season and but also i i think we we've talked about this before off pod but um the two things that really stand out to me in an overarching sense for this season are that the show just like aims high and crazily like the show is just like woo like mm-hmm. uh traveling all over the world even more than usual mm-hmm. like we open in london we go to greece twice we go to france like all these all these things macau like whether they're going there or not like the hearts are globe trotting this season in a way that is crazy mm-hmm. but at the same time the family unit that is the hearts with max and freeway and jonathan and jennifer is extra extra tight mm-hmm. like it is just like so such an intensely tight knit uh heart clan this season and i feel like as a result of that or because of that like there's a shift also in the jennifer and jonathan vibe where it's still like real sexy and everything and flirty and all of that the usual heart heart stuff but there's also just a real um the chemistry shifts for me into something that really locks it down for me that this is like a married couple like this is a super committed couple this Mm -hmm. is these are two people that know each other inside and out Mm -hmm. became creepy when it's but you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like there's just something about the way that the characters communicate this season that is extra cozy Mm -hmm. extra loving extra adorable and just a little bit different for me so i feel like it's both the biggest and the smallest not in a diminishing sense but just like the biggest coziness and the coziest yeah Yeah, it's just perfect and like the max thing like it's just really just a family unit yeah it's 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 as if i'm as if it's it is because they spent four seasons right setting it up Mm -hmm. extremely Mm -hmm. well like we really like we got we got a lot of this season didn't have a lot of sentimental episodes with the hearts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like there weren't a lot of like, Oh Max, you're, you're a member of our family. Mm-hmm. Like it was, we already know that. Like we've gone mm-hmm. through that several times in the past seasons. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we know the hearts relationship to each other inside and out. And yeah, it, they were able to kind of use shorthand in this season that we all understood. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Um, mm-hmm. Like and it makes me think about in um in Larson's last jump when they get into an argument in their bedroom because that that lady is staying in their guest room. <laughs> yeah. She's guest, crazy. guest room. And Ray Wise is just following Jonathan around his work. Yeah, totally. Uh and it was like an it was I think I did mention that I it felt like a manufactured fight uh in the episode. Right. But mm-hmm. thinking back on it, it's like, no, that was actually pretty good. Like yeah. and that would they happen. would they would kind of lose their they would lose their shit at a certain point. Yeah. Well, something in my research that I think I mentioned I did mention on the last episode is that I found out that uh Stephanie Powers and Robert Wagner wrote all of their dialogue. So they are just either wrote it or just ad-libbed it i don't know i don't think it's ad-libbed but it doesn't seem like it but they know those characters so well at this point and they just that's the common denominator in all of the episodes is their relationship and it always feels strong even if it's an episode that we don't like they always sort of seem like the same characters responding to the same thing and i think that's super great also, something that I don't know, 
I think I knew this, but never really fully comprehended it, is that they both lost their beloveds in the same year, yeah. which we've talked about before, I think. Mm-hmm. But that bonding over that, they really helped each other through that, from what I can gather. And so, and that was like season two or three, I think, when that happened. I'm not sure exactly. But that, on top of them writing their own dialogue, they seemed like they were just hitting their stride in this and then they got canceled which is such a bummer because i really would love to see where what they would have done from here it's true like the the way everything just gels and i feel like from a viewer perspective i feel included in in Mm. the adventure for the first time instead of just observing it or rooting for them or Mm. all of the things like it feels like i'm in on it like i i understand the characters so much at this point you know when you're watching along and you just kind of have this second nature mm-hmm. participation right it's like you're also in the the heart to heart family by the time we get to season four mm-hmm. and it does make it extra hard to not think about what would have happened in another season like mm-hmm. oh my god like where how much more glamour how much more travel how much tighter would the couple become how much closer like how many different ways would max save the day or need to be saved like mm-hmm. all of the things right how many more times would people think about putting freeway in a cupboard like <laughs> how, yeah, yeah totally how it it is uh i don't think i'm overstating it for myself to say that i do find it a little tragic that there is not a season after this because I do feel like there's a moment where there is such lift off this season with the characters yeah. and it just really feels like the flow is just perfect. Like yeah. it's just innate. They knew what to do. It's, they were it's innate. And yeah. then we lose this the show. Yeah. Um, they could have dropped those characters into any sort of situation and they would have been very fun to watch however yeah. how they responded to any situation. And yeah. the show it could have run through the 80s and 90s and we could have had like i don't know like 90 seasons or somebody could just finally fucking bring it back i know there's been a lot of fits and starts and yeah conversations and it's just like every few years there are actors that seem perfect i feel like there are writers that would die to do this material and it's just like oh like people don't get tired of seeing like a committed couple. Everybody yeah. wants that. Everybody loves that. Yeah. People don't get tired of Nick and Nora. Like it's just mm-hmm. a dyed in the wool classic trope. Everybody wants it. So why is nobody doing it? I feel like the people, some people want to dismiss the show as just as kitsch or it's just very, you know, like just like, oh, it's just so 80s. And it's like, well, they made it in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. It is of the moment, but those characters really speak to people. I mean, I think yes. the fact that this podcast, I mean, to harken way, way back, I mean, Eric and I really bonded over how much this show affected us mm-hmm. as kids. Mm-hmm. And I meet plenty of people like when they find out about the podcast. Um, who love the show. I mean, there is a huge audience for it. Or I think of all the times that it's bubbled up in the zeitgeist recently. Like, mm-hmm. of course, there's the Boys reference. I love <laughs> in their, their yeah. documentary, Beastie Boys documentary. I mean, there's just, 
so many people out there that love the show. So why is it not coming back? And I know I say that with a grain of salt because what if somebody brings it back and fucks it up? Yeah, but that's you know, the issue. like you gotta try. I feel like it's like Nick and Nora. It's a it's a property that it's an idea that is eternal. It is. It translates yeah. to any time period. It translates yeah. to any any uh any sort of couple. Like it doesn't yeah. have to be doesn't have to be heteronormative. It doesn't have to be no. well it doesn't have to be anything. Like it can be it can be any any two people that are that are true it, it could be I, siblings I think the, well i think the romance is important um mm-hmm. i think the romance is important it's it's definitely part of the the i hate to say it but it's part of the heart of heart to heart is i think the, romance. the sexiness and glamour is important i the don't know that tie. i would necessarily need oh yeah joe mm-hmm. loves lives yeah. for the black tie well, I as the diehard romantic, I true you I have to grasp stand up for the romance. to the romance, and mm-hmm. Joe grasps onto the black tie, mm-hmm. and Ellen to the darkness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. Well, um, I was gonna say we also, all have our thing. yeah. When you were talking about it being, it's a show from the '80s, but that is what sustains me and makes me want to watch more is their relationship and like the fact that I love this show now and I've never heard of it before we started this podcast also (laughs) is I feel like pretty telling about how timeless it is. Not that my own tastes or whatever, you know, it's my own tastes, but it's just when, when Eric and I are like, when we were in Hawaii, I like the feeling of being the hearts a little bit. It's like a fun little, yeah, it's like (laughs) such a fun feeling of just like, they are such a great couple and just that is timeless. That is so timeless. No matter what, how many shoulder pads she has stacked on shoulder (laughs) pads, how, how, yeah, whatever, whatever eighties reference. It's just like, it is timeless and it's beautiful that they encapsulated that. And it really seems like they could have done a lot more and had a lot more to say and they got cut off. Yeah. It didn't feel like they were done. Like it wasn't, yeah. So, you know, we've been talking about kind of our overall feelings about season five a little bit, but it, it, my main takeaway from season five was that they weren't done. Like, yeah, totally. It just, yeah. it felt like they were right at the top of the game. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Like, it's not my totally. favorite season. It's not my favorite season, but it's not far off. Like, right. it, it was really just a joy to watch. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine another season being extra great yeah like or, or not, another three seasons they had even. not said all they wanted to say yeah mm-hmm. i mean i can't think of another to say it so just groan i mean it's heartbreaking right yeah it is um and all i ask if somebody does finally step up to the plate and pull off the remake um parker posey and yeah. joe you should you should uh say Sate your desire for this kind of thing with Nick and Nora or even with the Tommy and Tumpets kind of a thing. Like there's these great duos, but heart to heart belongs in that pantheon a million percent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, all I ask is if someone remake it that, you know, of course that they have us cast it. Yeah. All right. Thanks yeah, everybody. That's, that's really all yeah. we need. I mean, that's, that's a, really it. It's a, it's a tiny thing. It's yeah. just, it it's won't easy. matter to you. Yeah. yeah, totally. Producers, directors. Yeah. You know, that, what is the big deal? Yeah. Like, we, we already know. In my know. research, I really wanted to, like, end on this quote, because I find it so touching. And just what 
encapsulates the whole show, what we've just been talking about. Stephanie Powers said this in an interview, this quote. She says, it came at the right time. It It proselytized a kind of romance and relationship that really were ideal. They were two people who didn't have to qualify their relationship and didn't seem to have in any way to sacrifice anything in order to be together. They were on equal footing and they regarded each other as partners in everything they did. Mm. I was just like, yes, that yeah. is so just beautiful. And it's, yeah, it's just, that's what the show is. And yeah, it's so gorgeous to watch. I can only hope that when, when they do remake it successfully, um, that when they recast it, that they, have the characters at a, a similar age because mm. I think that's a crucial element for the show is that these are pe- folks that have had lived experience and yes. they have had past relationships and they it shapes the worldview it shapes the way they act it allows yep. them to arrive at last to a lasting loving yeah. Um, totally relationship of equals like she's saying and but, gives us those little Jennifer moments where she looks at Jonathan when someone's being a jackass and she oh gives my him God. those little looks so, so yeah perfect. this I, I'm assuming most of our listeners have had, had seen the uh, the little interview with Parker Posey where she stated that she and Justin Thoreau <laughs> Hello. would like to remake Heart to Heart using the original scripts yeah which would be so great and i i mean say what you want about about either either actor i think it would be fantastic it would be amazing to see that i particularly want parker posey as jennifer hart yes um i think that's actually genius she is she is of the right age Mm -hmm. she is she has got style and charm she's black tie as fuck she's got the style and charm her comedic timing exactly is everything and Justin yeah. Thoreau is great. I think Justin Thoreau is great. He he's not who Jonathan. I would I would not have picked out him for Jonathan, but but it makes sense. It, it totally makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope if anyone <laughs> if anyone has their numbers, <laughs> just yeah. uh, text them to us, and we will um, talk to them about that. My real question there would be: I wonder who they think of as their max. That's, because yeah. that's the real question. It's like, can we please write? Was it in the New Yorker or was it in the? Was it? It was the New Yorker. I think right? it was the New Yorker. Um, can someone please contact the New Yorker and demand to know who would have played Max? Yes, I'm just guessing that the reporter maybe wasn't a big heart to heart fan because that's that feels a, like the obvious question. I who know, is Max? I know. I don't know who it would be. Although I don't necessarily picture. Parker Posey with a dog. I picture them oh, having a cat in the remake. I, I, she has a dog though, right? I in think real so. life, she yeah. must have a dog. Max could be like Charlotte Rampling. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, Can Catherine O'Hara be Max? Oh Jesus, that would be amazing. Um, to balance out my quote from <laughs> Stephanie Powers, I want to read one from Robert Wagner about Max, who in every interview I watched and Max is there, you can see the love pouring out of Robert Wagner and Stephanie Powers towards Lionel Stander. Just like they've known each other because he is brilliant a long time. And yeah, they're a man of conviction. Yes. Their relationship is obviously amazing. They, they love each other so much, but Wagner said Max was the glue of the show and Lionel was wonderful. 
when I met him, he was living with three women, and uh, they weren't just washing the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and scene. Oh, Max. Mm-hmm. Are we going to talk about our favorite episodes of the season? I think we should. Nah. <laughs> I think we should. And I... Uh, it's hard for me this season because um, there's a handful that I think vie for favorites. Mm. And there are favorite moments within episodes that are otherwise not my favorite. Mm, yeah. True. So yeah. that's hard. Yeah. Like, because it's Hearts on the Run is not my favorite episode. But, but we did give that. That is a Heart of Gold episode. We all gave that a five. Because of mm. that. And it's strictly because of MB. Like, yeah. Yeah. I really don't think we, I think without her there is no, no. episode. <laughs> That's where Jennifer sees a mob attack in the parking garage. The parking yes. garage. Yeah, the, which is Our another great friend. Escapes. Yeah, and they're shooting parking at garage. Yeah, those scenes cinematically are cinematically lit parking garage. They're probably all the same parking garage too. Next to luggage cart as as MVP right. of heart MVPs. to heart. <laughs> yep. Another another episode I think very fondly of is American English Muffins or Murder, and it's the, <laughs> it's the first episode of the season. <laughs> Two hearts are better than one. Right, which I think. I think, based on what I've seen online, is the highest rated Heart Heart episode ever. It is. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Everyone I loves think according it to IMDb. Everyone is a diehard yeah. romantic. Yes. Like Eric. Which is. I do love that episode. It is one of my favorite of all time. It's. It would be so easy to mess up the hearts meeting each other mm-hmm. and falling in love. And they did such a good job uh, with that episode. It's so fun and great and just. Just, and in London. Yeah, and in London. And they're actually in London. And then he proposes to her after knowing her for a day, right? Or how long do they know each other? A day. Yeah. Uh, so great. So fun. That That's one of my top episodes from the season for sure. I think that's one of my, I mean, that is one of my top episodes from the entire show. Yeah. But now having sat with this season and gone episode by episode, it is not my favorite episode of the season. Oh. What is your favorite episode of the season? Larson's Last Jump. Nice. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And then followed closely by Death Dig. Larson's what? Last Jump yeah. and Death Dig. What about Larson's Last Jump is makes it your favorite? It's dark. Uh, and weird. Movie. It's violent. It's unhinged mm-hmm. there's a crazy fight ray weiss is in it i feel like the performances are just really everything like it's just to me it's just a top top shelf episode like it's really really solid the mm-hmm. plot is strange but i can yeah. go there with it there's just something about it that feels very extreme and of course i'm with eric in the sense that i love that antonioni situation with the camera like yeah. right off the bat it's just wild yeah. and it's something that i really go for like it's just got all of the psychological thriller pieces that i really get down with and of course ray wise but then of course there's that moment where the wife mouths i hate you at him and <laughs> all know i love that yeah so for me there is just not anything in larson's last jump that i don't 
love for from me, having it's... a character named Frank Radinsky uh-huh. um, to enlarge. Enlarge. Like enlarge. all of it. Oh, yeah. It's enlarge. Just all great. So that's a million percent my favorite episode. And it's possible that just sitting with it for the pod has moved it up to one of my top of all time. the whole the whole show. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite? Death Dig. Death Dig. That's mine too. It's uh, too gr- much children. I'm so into Greece, uh, apparently. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Which I learned watching the two Grease episodes. Summer Lovers, <laughs> watching Summer Lovers. <laughs> I just love it. Uh, that episode was, it had everything. It had ancient artifacts. It had mm. uh, chases. It had it, all kinds of it shit. It had enough time also for the hearts just to be the hearts on vacation. Totally. Which it, I love. It, it gave you the the feeling of being rich on vacation. I remember just one, <laughs> one very long shot of a rooftop with birds on it yes and it was just like slow yeah. pull away that dome that. Yeah. yeah the dome and it was like why are we looking at this but who cares we're just in greeks like just hanging out and having a great time so yeah death that's, Dig- that's really the tagline for the podcast why are we looking at this but who cares but who cares yeah honorable mention for meanwhile back at the ranch for me uh oh, i yeah, yeah. i really love that episode you love that episode i really do and it is because it is the end it's a locked room mystery yeah, it's a well, yeah, not just a variation lot of mystery, of but it's it's the hearts playing themselves. Yeah, uh, which yeah. is which is great. I love a meta moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I love the villains being comfortable and being kind of friendly and nice. Uh, that's that's a real trick to uh, to make likable villains. You yeah. love the wine cellar. Yeah. The wine cellar cracks me up. I I love the the, the drag queen and the thirty year old man that. That they hired to play the hearts. <laughs> yeah. Um, that yeah. wig. Oh, that wig. I love how we're just dropped with the hearts into the middle of a plot. Exactly. It's already happening. Yeah. It's right. media and Reyes. Like, it's just so perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One episode that I think is probably pretty mediocre for all of us <laughs> that we haven't really <laughs> talked about at all is Geriatric Dancing Hearts. <laughs> and I think we should just like. Max's Waltz. Max's Waltz. <laughs> I don't really have fond memories of it. It just feels like a very middle of the road episode. When I think of that episode, yeah, I kind of giggle to a, myself. A cello at somebody. <laughs> yes. Yeah, There's like true. a lot of it's moments like, in that episode. And then they turn the lights on so that that person can see somebody throwing a stand-up bass at them. Uh, I love that. <laughs> I do love that. Yeah. Across the room at a person holding a gun, right? Yep. And Jennifer has some amazing outfits in this as well. It's the, true. The V, the W, the like Wonder Woman sweater. Oh yes. The, the oh yeah. Sparkly that was, oh, top. that sparkly top. Yeah. <laughs> I love and that. she plays Ava Montaigne. Ava Montaigne. That's one of the few episodes that Ellen rated lower than me and you. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. The other being Silent Dance. Oh yeah. Which I don't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. N- none of us were crazy about that episode. That was, we were all, they got a nine and it was 3.5, 2.5, three. Although there chip, is chip a bomb. bones are murder. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird one, yeah. Didn't have a great, it had a spectacular car crash at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. the car crash is awesome. Yeah. Like that. The rest of it doesn't make any sense and is boring. It's, yeah, she's stone deaf. There's a couple episodes this season, <laughs> though, that had like, <laughs> 
that had a particular tone that I found really pleasing that I don't think either of you agreed with me on. Well, I think, uh, I think you're going to talk about wood paneled news broadcasts or murder. Yes, yeah. I am going to talk about that. <laughs> Which I was just looking at a different episode's notes and there's uh, another shot of that wood oh that yep, yep. TV like on wood paneling panel with wood paneling continued into the background <laughs> of the news broadcaster as if he just shot it. I on love that. that. It's uh, so good. It's a look for sure. It's that so episode good. has a tone and a mood love that game. I just love. It's like it's like when I watch Mr. Mom. I'm like, oh, I love this movie. Yeah. Like, I don't care. You're doing it wrong. Yeah, I don't care about any of the politics. I don't care about anything aside from, like, the mood that that movie puts me in. Mm. And Love Game puts me in a very similar mood. Oh, uh, my that God. One, and also slam dunk this one yeah high scaffoldings are murder <laughs> i was just gonna bring that up because i i feel like i sort of dislike them for similar reasons of just kind of meandering plots that were confusing and sort oh, of i thought you were gonna say because you hate sports and i also hate sports well, i hate sports too but i i like those two episodes there was this sense that you sh oh, there really should have been more tension the sports essays right now at the sporting events that Sorry. were happening there were these championship sporting events were happening in both episodes mm. and there was supposed to be a bunch of tension that i just wasn't feeling at all and i think that's why i was like uh wait what am i supposed to be feeling i don't know well in love game i like that he breaks just straight up breaks into her house and strangles her <laughs> the end uh, yeah right yeah that happens in love game i like that tone if that's tone i like that <laughs> he fucks with her bike for one second and then she doesn't have brakes and she goes down that hill and oh yes. yeah and high scaffoldings with with adorable larry which is a pretty realistic way to get rid of somebody, I guess. If you're gonna take a shortcut that goes down like a like a mountain pass. Know, what's this mountaintop yeah. college? Yeah. That <laughs> Slam Dunk has the sweet Max and his nephew. Yeah, with yeah. Line, Lost in translation so moment at the yeah. end. That, it's so great when Max meets up with his nephew and his nephew starts crying because of how much he loves Max. I that know it's so really sweet. good. I love that moment. See. Yeah, <laughs> but then the rest just falls apart. I don't know that that episode in particular just had a gauzy look, and the the and actually the 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 whole episode was gauzy. <laughs> the writing, the yeah. acting, everything was gauzy, mm -hmm. and I like the gauze. I'm I'm all mm -hmm. about the gauze. There was cocaine that Jennifer wasn't around to taste. Just to make <laughs> sure it was cocaine. <laughs> yeah, nobody did. Somebody throw it at somebody though. I think. <laughs> Ugh. And then he was just going to shoot into a crowd with his little gun. But wait. The tallest vantage point. Joe, what's your favorite episode? Death Dig. That's the one I think back to and just have the most warm feelings, which I've already said. It's just like, I, thinking back about the whole season, that's the one that I keep thinking about over and over again. And it is mm. partially just because my friends told me about that specific way to more about like oh, two yeah. days before we watched that episode. Oh, right, right which really anchored it <laughs> for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Sorry. Yeah, that's I'm gonna my favorite. I'm going to get tiny vat of acid in here. <laughs> and fight Go over get it. Joe. Go get Joe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, looking back over this, definitely not like my favorite season. I feel like I'm going to rank the lowest. 
out of everybody. Mm. Do we have the rankings, official rankings? For we do all have three the official us? rankings. Oh, so the total number of hearts that thank season you, five thank got. You, thank you, Margaret. Thank you, Home Office. Home Office. Total number of hearts is 200 and... F- Wait, sorry. I'm sorry. So Margaret's uh, data did not include the last two episodes. Oh. So oh. I have to do a little bit of math Why? Here. Does Margaret hate us now? No, it was, she was behind. Uh, oh. She quits. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like ask her for an update. <laughs> um, hey, can you uh, give us an update on these right. numbers? Hey, that thing you do for us, uh, can you do it faster? Can you do it more? Take a break for our sponsors then. 232, 237, 247 hearts total for season five. How okay. sure are you on that math? I am very sure on that math. Right. But here's, so the average, the, the heart, the numbers, I can do, I guess I can do this math too. Um, so plus eight, I gave it 80.5 hearts. Mm-hmm. Joe is plus nine. Ooh. 81 hearts. Oh shit. Really? I give it more hearts than you. Yeah. Wow. Ellen. A thousand hearts. Is plus eight. 85.5 hearts. Wow. So Ellen continues her streak. <laughs> the winner. Of being the highest ranker. Uh-huh. I, I am the lowest this season. That's crazy. That is crazy That's because surprising. I feel like crazy. I really. I feel like you enjoyed it a lot. I did. Yeah. I did enjoy yeah. it. I did. I, I mean, this isn't. <laughs> Why not be the same thing? Though? That's not necessarily the metric. <laughs> I also so Joe was padding his ratings. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, we all know true. that. I'm no, I have a, opting not to talk about it. I have a skewed. Although you should feel outraged, Eric, because <laughs> I'm not clearly. <laughs> I don't mind being the lowest. <laughs> I'm just well, like, I'm like, a devoted lover. If I did yeah. not organically rate these things the highest, I would not be the devoted lover. That's the thing That's is established day one to day eight million. We've talked about five, it before. Which is yeah, where we are now. Ellen has the most nostalgia, so it definitely bodes well for the episodes and the things when i feel like when ellen dislikes an episode she's kind of more like meh whatever but i'm like that was painful and i hate this show (laughs) (laughs) i've lost all faith in the show but i also am a skewed lens i feel like because i like talking about things i hate a lot more than i like talking about things i like so (laughs) it's a bad habit that i have that i'm working on and so that's i like to indulge in talking about things that I hate so much more <laughs> where I was like, let's talk about the episodes that we hated from this season. And then when you asked me which one I like, I was like, well, oh, death dig, I guess, whatever. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I think Those we are... can just acknowledge. Yes. Hate is fun. Hate, hate is, is fun. fun. I, otherwise I have no explanation for society. Something else we should acknowledge is which episode is called Chata flights are murder. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know? I don't know. Yeah. Well, no. 
pasta charts. Oh, one oh. episode we didn't really talk about that much at all, except for the we didn't, pharmacist. even though the medieval hay bed is in it. Yeah, that's one of my favorite right. things from the season. That's also, if I'm not mistaken, that's the episode that we had a guest. We had Corey J. Brewer on. Oh, right, that's right. Oh yeah, Corey really brings the medieval hay bed. Yeah, to <laughs> the podcast. That's one his, of our that's his pet name. Uh, that's an that's an informed guest. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, and a convert, correct? He is. He is a convert. He What's is. Happened? He's more than an informed guest because he is currently catching up to us. Uh, oh my! God. I think he may have already caught up to us. He may have finished the entire series, and he is. He is watching a season and then binging the podcast <laughs> for <laughs> How that season. Nice. How awful for him. <laughs> The second part. <laughs> uh, but we are going to have him back yes. uh, for our entirety recap after we finish these eight movies mm-hmm. that we are starting oh next week. Is Corey going to watch the movies? Uh, I'm going to guess yes. And just for the record, we can say this, that there are rumblings in the It Was Murder Village, not from us, but from external forces that are telling us that perhaps the movies are not their favorite thing in the heart to heart verse But I have to say this, and I am not going to say it more than this one time. Just kidding. I'm going to say it a bunch. I'll probably say it eight times. That's how many movies. But I am the devoted lover of the series. I have to love the movies yeah. because the movies keep it alive, everybody. Yeah. yeah. So brace yourself. I may not be as critical as you might hope. Or as you might want me to be based on the mean <laughs> shit you guys are saying about the movies. I, so, you know, like, I just, it's, I just gotta, you know, I just yeah. gotta stick with it. I feel like I'm already saying the movies aren't good. I haven't even seen them yet, but I'm like, from what I've you seen. You are going to live for that, Joe. I know. You live for it. And I'm I, already in my mind, I'm like, the movies aren't canon. <laughs> the movies aren't canon. <laughs> I love to hate. Love to I, hate. I just know White that, Wine Joe a coming. Oh, yeah. good. I'm I I'm looking forward to it's White Wine Joe's return. Tear you apart. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That'll make you feel complimented at the end. <laughs> I love Lifetime movies. I like made-for-TV movies, yeah. particularly from the '80s. Although these are all from the '90s, so that's that's a problem. But I uh, I like bad movies. I have. A, I like Hallmark crime movies. I like those Hallmark. are my new favorite favorite things. I don't like the Lifetime Christmas movies because I don't. I'm not a Christmassy person. I like Lifetime, but crime I can movies. really get down with the the Hallmark crime thing. Mm-hmm. Lifetime crime, totally different. Mother May I Sleep with Danger, a whole other thing. <laughs> I'm talking Hallmark crime movies where there's a lady who bakes. And then she solves mysteries and shit love, like that. And they don't all, all they're not all ladies. I'm big, so into that. They're all yeah. shit that's made in Canada, but pretends to be in Washington. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down for all of it. So I actually have zero expectations for the movies. Like all I all I'm excited about is hanging out with the hearts again. Yeah. And Max. I just want to lower my expectations for the movies like I do for movies that I end up liking. I oh I wanna I wanna sort of like them, so I'm lowering my expectations as much as possible. I just them. know that we're gonna have fun talking about them, whether the movies are good or not. Okay. Well uh, you guys we did it. We <laughs> we we talked about the entire series heart to heart. 
all five seasons. Every episode. That is unbelievable. I can't believe it. We did we are, the whole thing. We are the preeminent heart-to-heart scholars in the world right now. I mean, really, there can be copycats. There can be imitators, mm-hmm. fakers, swindlers, yeah. hustlers, <laughs> gypsies, Assholes. tramps, and thieves. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but we are the originators, <laughs> and uh, those of you listening know that, and you're <laughs> all part of this. Sounds like a threat. And with that, Ellen... What are we doing next? I'm so glad you asked. Uh, Next week, (laughs) at least the two of you will be talking about uh, Heart to Heart Returns, originally airing on November 5th, 1993. As Jonathan Hart contemplates what to give Jennifer for their anniversary, a murder is committed and Jonathan is being set up to take the fall. It all has to do with codes, cavens, burnouts, and buggings. Wow. Explosion juice. An entire decade after. Yeah. I hope a cake explodes. Explosion I hope there's not a boring bomb boat. There better not be. <laughs> they go to the lingerie. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, freeway. Oh, freeway. Oh yeah, we're done with <laughs> we've seen the last of this version of freeway. Of freeway, huh? He did he made it through the whole <laughs> series and that is stupendous work yes what a lovely lovely creature mm-hmm. um i know that there were there were moments in this season that i loved with freeway and i'm blanking on them now <laughs> what were they <laughs> see previous statement <laughs> uh okay thank you all so much for listening i can't believe you have stuck with us for this long <laughs> Um, I really appreciate it. Uh, we are, we are all very appreciative of you. Yeah. Uh, you can, you can talk to us. You can follow us on Instagram at it was murder pod. You can follow us on Twitter at it was murder pod. You can email us at it was murder pod at gmail.com. Um, please rate and review us on, uh, whatever podcast app you're listening to this on. Give us five stars, please. Um, I remembered my favorite freeway moment is when, in a dog who knew too much comes in on the motorcycle (laughs) primary colored motorcycle and launches at all of them and tries to grab the other dog but grabs freeway instead right yes that's probably my favorite freeway moment we we cackled (laughs) when that happened oh freeway freeway. well special thanks to the home office also Special thank thanks to Home Office. Thank you to the the UK office. Yes. Thanks, Danny. Uh, Sisler Community Playhouse. Sisler Community Playhouse. We're coming your way in the fall. Oh, that's right, Danny. We're gonna be yeah. there. Um, hopefully, we can go to what? What's it? The Founders Arms. The Founders Arms. We'll, and we'll breathe on your window and yeah. trace little hearts, <laughs> heart to heart. <laughs> and then you can tell Ellen what a muse is. And uh, <laughs> never forget. Stop erasing. I'm Jesus. doomed to relive it. Doomed to relive it. Um, yeah. Uh, everyone, Weird. Jackie, Lorena, Rachel. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey Brewer, Corey Gutch. Yeah. Rachel Ferguson. Uh, Keith, Keith, Keith Walmart, our, our, our bartender, our personal bartender. Pina Koala. <laughs> Sky, uh, uh, Sky Taylor, hi. 
I uh, hope you've made it this far. Huh. Everyone that's listening, we love you. We appreciate you. And with that, for the last time, good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Good night, freeway.